today on Not Say I'm Wrestling. What more can I say? Shawn Michaels. Introducing your host, from New York, here is Sam Roberts. Hey, 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 welcome to Not Sam Wrestling, episode 425. Dropping an early one on you today because it's a really, really special episode. This is something that I've wanted to do for quite a while. You know, I have the esteemed privilege of getting to travel to Orlando for all of NXT's premium live events to help host those pre-shows, those kickoff shows with Mackenzie Mitchell and various other fantastic broadcasters. And what I've gotten to see, especially right now, because right now we're, we're on the cusp, we're on the verge of not only deadline happening this weekend, but it was announced that NXT is doing what a lot of NXT fans have wanted for a long time, and that's going back out on the road, that the next premium live event that NXT does outside of deadline will be in Charlotte, North Carolina. They are leaving. NXT as a unit is leaving the Performance Center for a televised event for the first time since Stand and Deliver. Stand and Deliver is the only time that they've left that Performance Center literally since the pandemic. And they are doing it in Charlotte, North Carolina, February 4th for Vengeance Day. I hope that I'm going to see uh, all of you out there that I can possibly see because now is the time to support this brand. And one of the great things that I get to see going down to NXT is I get to see Shawn Michaels in action as, as the guy in charge of that brand. And the reason that that is so great to see is because... You know, they say don't meet your heroes, right? And part of that is because the reason that they are your heroes is uh, because you have developed an insane enthusiasm for whatever it is that they do, generally speaking. And you don't want to meet your heroes sometimes because they may not have the same appreciation for what they do as you do. But when I tell you, when I, when I, when I think about the people that I have encountered in life that have the passion for professional wrestling higher than any fan that I know. Shawn Michaels is one of the very few names on that list. Shawn Michaels is a guy who, after everything that he's been through, not only eats, sleeps, and breathes this thing, but does it in a way that he gets off on the idea of cool stuff happening. It's not about anything besides look at the cool stuff that we can do in a wrestling ring. Look at the amazing stories that we can tell in a wrestling ring. And the fact that at this stage in his life, he's still doing it now, maybe on a higher level than he's ever done it, is such a cool thing to bear witness to. Uh, and I've wanted to sit down and really talk to Shawn Michaels. I've talked to him a few times before. You know, I've, I've spoken to him, like, I think when he was on one of his, maybe one of his book tours, uh, I had a great phone conversation, a phone interview with him several years ago, I think promoting an autograph signing or something, and it made me rethink 
the way I think about character arcs. That conversation with Shawn Michaels was the one when he told me uh, about his theory on, on characters. It was before he had done the match in Saudi. And he was talking about why he didn't want to come back and why he thought that the, the story of this character, Shawn Michaels, that had been told from the time he was a member of the Rockers tag team all the way up until he retired with The Undertaker, is this amazing story that you don't want to touch. And it made me realize that, that, that sometimes when we watch wrestling, we watch in these little segments, right? And we think about these little moments. But at the same time, if we pan out from the moments and we look at these massive arcs that are just built right in front of our eyes over years and years and years. It is a remarkable thing. And Shawn Michaels is, is, is one of the characters that's been able to do that. Um, so I started uh, doing, doing the work, asking around, hey, how about leading up to one of these NXT premium live events? Uh, I come in early. I come to Orlando a little early. And I sit down and, and just talk wrestling with Shawn. It's just something that I really want to do. And uh, the, the team at NXT and uh, WWE PR uh, made it happen, man. Shawn Michaels made it happen, man. And uh, I am really happy to be able to share this conversation with you. There's a lot that I still need to get into with him. There's a lot that I, I, I didn't even get into my appreciation for the story that he and Chris Jericho told. Not the WrestleMania 19 match. But the story that he and Jericho told uh, it, 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 it suited Chris Jericho. Just one of my favorite storylines ever. But I tried to hit as much as possible with Sean, talking about what's going on today, the new stuff, as well as some of the key moments in his career, talking about the, the Hell in a Cell match, talking about Brett at WrestleMania 12, uh, talking about his, his, the run that he made on his return, the way he looks at the stories with Ric Flair, the way he looks at the stories with The Undertaker, and so much more. I loved getting to listen to the answers to these questions, and I think that you will too. If you'd like to watch the interview uh, in its entirety, it's available and shot like a damn movie, if you ask me, by the one and only hot dog. Over at YouTube.com slash NotSamWrestling. If, if watching the interview is your thing, watch it there. Uh, but enjoy however you do it here on Not Sam Wrestling is Shawn Michaels. Well, what a treat this is for me. Uh, absolutely amazing to be here deadline week and getting to talk in the performance center to the man himself, the showstopper, the main event, the icon, the heartbreak kid, the man who was really good with nicknames, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, well, it, with that, we don't have much else, but you got to... <laughs> You rattle off enough names, it makes you feel important, that's for sure. What, to you, was the more surprising run and the way it went and has gone? The second run in 2002, or this run, where you're back as a full-time, creative, senior vice president in the WWE? Well, it's... So, it's... I guess now this one is more surreal because I, I don't know. In 98, I didn't see any of them happen. Um, and then in 2002, to get the second chance and for it to go as well and as long as it did. It's, so I'll say this. I, I guess I'm going to say that one because that one has helped me understand and appreciate just, I don't know, the 
the the depth and the enormity of what that second chance was. You know, um, I was already thankful and appreciative, um, and and well, obviously blown away and and often very like nostalgic and reflective about it. Um, but now I I'm here and I'm doing this, and this is the one where you go like, oh no way, I, you know what I mean? That, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's I never saw that coming. Um, the other one it was least still involved in. The original dream, which was being a being a wrestler, being a WWE superstar, doing this was, I mean, never. I mean, I well, look, I guess I, I can say when Pat Patterson made it look so fun and, and, you know, just being a part of the creative process, that's one of those things where I, I always said, like, now if you could do it, if I could do it like Pat, you know, Pat being his golf shirt and his shorts and, and you know, and, and and just driving people crazy. I mean, I mean, what do we do this? And he, you know, just doing it his way. And and you know, it, he just and he came and went, made his own schedule as he as he so chose. Yeah, that you know what I mean. My, you know, it seemed plausible, but just didn't know where that was gonna end up. Do you feel like that's the groundwork that's being laid right now? Like, okay, if I hustle hard and put in the hours now, eventually I'll be that old man, like, making my own hours. Well, and- no, well, look, so that's what I came in this door doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's how, that's what I'm saying. Now I've gotten lassoed into this, and so I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to go back. You can't. To the you other can't. one. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the thing. Once you're in the quicksand, it's like, oh, my goodness. You don't, you don't realize it. You're up to your neck. And do you, so when you, because I remember... We may have even had conversations about it. When you were talking about it, you said, this thing that you're doing now, like, that's one thing I could never do, right? Being part of the daily grind and the management and all this stuff. Do you wrap your head around it in such a way where you go, well, if I could do it my way, if I could do it in a way where we're all having fun, if I could do it in a way where that's interjected, I think I think I might actually be able to well, do it. Well, so, then again, I came here... Look, Hunter played me like a fiddle. And, and God bless him, and he knows me. But um, so I, I came in, like I said, just making my own schedule, and I'll just try it out. When you just you do what you're comfortable with, and look, because this you know this stuff is a part of me, and so I just started doing more. Look, I don't know. I really, I wouldn't be here if the circumstances, would, you know didn't develop with Hunter the way they did. I wouldn't have felt the the need to, I don't know, you know what I mean, to initiate and or to help or to take over something like that. You know what I mean? Um, I was put in a position, and then it was, and it wasn't even reluctant. It was really, I I get put into a position, but now you want to be there for your friends. So, it's again, it was really a combination of something so unbelievably personal. And then, of of course, the business that I love. And, again, and and I love this place. And so... And, and, a, and a company that's been faithful to me for 35 plus, you know, more, you know, I've forgotten how long. It's just since I was 23 and I'm 57. So, um, you know, so again, that 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 was that was the beginning of it. And then before you know it, they described you like, well, what you're doing is technically. You know what I mean? And then they give you this position and this title. You've accidentally already done the job. It's like, we're just going to give you the position. Exactly. You're doing it. And I'm like, okay. So, yeah, it's, but it is, but it's still done. I still get to do it kind of, I don't know, like my way. Again, I I put this on for these 
You know what <laughs> well, I mean? Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everybody knows I come into this place in my in my regular getup, which is Sean wears shorts and a tank top even uh-huh. in the middle of winter. Yeah, you know that's the one. You know, one upside about Florida: <laughs> but, I mean, shorts and a tank top are the are biz cash. You know, I was thinking about when you were kind of announcing the new. The whole new match type, the the uh, Iron Survivor Challenge, and how you know it's a difficult thing to have to. Not only now we're not only you know kind of explaining a story to fans and character to fans, but now this whole new match type that you guys have thought of in your head, and it's like this is how it's going to work. But then I was like, man, if there was ever a person to translate a match type to WWE fans, because I started mentally going through your list of the matches that you were involved in that WWE fans were seeing at least televised for the first time. And it's like ladder match, hell in a cell, elimination chamber, can't punch each other in the face, SummerSlam 92. <laughs> I mean, it's like there's so yeah. many. Do you, you have a Royal Rumble rule named after you. I mean, yeah, right? Yeah. Innovation is, I guess, what you've always done. Do you have a favorite one of those? Ladder match. Did I say ladder match? Yeah, ladder you did. Match. Yeah, okay, good, good. Match. Iron Man match. Iron Man match, yeah. So I, I will say, I, I think the Hell in the Cell was was my favorite. And, and look, I think that's, again, I think just because, um, you know, that was one that I, I can remember throwing out to them because I felt like the storyline, and it wasn't obviously the Cell, but it was, in my mind, I remember an old Tommy Rich, Buzz Sawyer angle that I saw uh, in you know in Georgia Championship Wrestling where they had a regular cage but they put a top on it, and so that's what I kind of suggested, and uh, you know it's like oh that's you know that's kind of just like a cage match like okay but then but then they take that idea, and then they make what is now the Hell in a Cell, and the first time I you know, we I walked into St Louis and and I saw it there and I was like oh my goodness. I, you know, one, I, one, I got to get on that. I got to get on top of that. I got to climb. I mean, this was just, it looked like, it's like the kid in the candy store. It just looked like it was going to be so much fun. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was. And the thing is, that, you know, we, because we, you know, it went some 50 some odd minutes. We had no idea really, you know, so much of that was just out there on the fly. Um, and, and, and of course, you know, and as everybody knows by now, you know, Taker and I weren't the closest of guys, but we just had such a, a chemistry that was insane. And um, and so again, it was just so fun on so many different levels. So I I'm, I think I, I always lean towards that one. You know, when you're getting color and yeah, you know, you know, yeah, because so like yeah, it's this amazing match, but then there's also just so much story yeah that's happening as you're going, and it's still I think for a lot of people. You know, aside, you know, there's the Undertaker and Mankind, obviously, for the sure. fall off the top yeah. and everything. But Undertaker and Sean is still that standard kind of well, and, self and as for some say, matches. though, but it's, it's you know, there's, there can only be one first. Right. You know what I mean? And, and again, it's funny because, you know, Waller was cutting the promo last week. And again, you know, obviously not being <laughs> you know, egregious, but I mean, yeah, you always remember your first. And, yes. and, and as I say, that's, I, and I have, I've, I always, you know, I was kind of like, we always joked about it. I was kind of the guinea pig for stuff, but I loved that challenge and I love that they trusted me with it. And that's, you know, we come full circle, you know, that, and that's sort of what this was, you know, we were sort of, it's one of those things that, um, you know, a lot of stuff with us down here happens at last minute and, mm-hmm. You know, there's a December opening for a premium live event. You know, uh, you know TLC is not going to happen, and like, ooh, can you know? And so it's, 
that's something where like now I can I could can we could we maybe do one like would you guys be interested and think oh my goodness yes and, then, and now but what are we gonna do now you know and so and you know we're just coming off of Halloween havoc so it can't be too hardcore you know stipulation type you know uh, oriented because that's what the other one was so how can it be more, a bit more wrestling based um, and I don't know and focused a little bit you know what I mean a little, yeah. little more disciplined. Um, and, and again, it's the creative process that, that I love being a part of. And again, you know, uh, I've got a wonderful creative team. Obviously, that helps me every step of the way. We, we close ourselves in that big padded room, uh, you know, and don't come out for, you know, days. Um, but that's, you know, and again, and look, and, that, and we get to try stuff here. We get to try stuff. Some of it works. Some of it doesn't. But we're going to continue to do that. And I don't, I guess, I don't get... Uh, I don't know. That doesn't. It doesn't daunt me. Like if it doesn't work, it, it kind of rolls off my back. And and I think we're 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 held to a you know I guess at a, a maybe an easier standard. And I'm okay with that uh, because that's what this is, is developmental. And and let's throw some things up against the wall. Let's try some stuff and see what happens. Yeah, I think that 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 standard is okay when you're using it for all it's worth. When it's like okay, if we're allowed to try things, then let's try things. Like let's really let's really do that. When you go going back to the hell in a cell, when you're laying there on the ground and Kane finally makes his yeah. appearance and this this story that's been building pays off, are you aware of oh my god, this is really working? Like can you from your position go, Yeah, this is exactly what this is supposed to be? Yeah, well you look there's there's a there's a point in sort of every match. Now you never I've never felt like again, like you're making history or this is something people will remember forever the the business and and of course myself mentally and, and maturity wise wasn't able to you know to see myself 20 or 30 years later looking back on a body of work that I was very proud of you were just so in the moment um, so it was just about what you did that night but in every match you get to a point to where you you feel the uh, from our standpoint it's like oh we got them we've done something really this this is nice and certainly by that one it's the end and it's gone the way it's gone and all of a sudden you know what i mean and even in all that noise and of course you know you hear just that's gotta be game you know what i mean that, that just some of those classic lines that are you know that are there and then he comes in and you're sort of watching it all happen out of the corner of your eye yeah um so yeah i mean you 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 do you know it's something special but it never has sort of the i don't know like i said the enormity as it does 20 years later sure because it's something that like i said we just never realized we were just a bunch of guys out there having fun cool pro wrestling matches and 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 then all of a sudden it becomes a real part of people's lives yeah yeah do you find yourself reflecting more now that you're doing so much teaching and so much like bringing up this generation and going Actually, I can give you some advice on that because I have lived through that. Because, I mean, even you've got guys now, especially now, they're having their first big live shows. Their first for Stand and Deliver last year for a lot of people on that show. It's their first time in front of an arena. And I, yep. I, I wondered if you go back to kind of like the Hoosier Dome, like WrestleMania 8, yeah. where it's like, now let's see if okay you want to be a single star right let's see what happens in a stadium in and a all, stadium yeah, exactly Tito so, Santana like, yeah yes and so, and yes I do and, and because that's I, I feel like that's the, that's the best I can do is helping them understand that I was there I went through it and everything you're going through 
It's perfectly normal. And, 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 and again, to let them know that, you know, one of the things I always say is I tell them, I, you know, don't worry. I've, I've been doing this a long time. One thing I'm sure of, the sun will rise tomorrow. <laughs> we will have another day, and next week we will be doing another two-hour live show. So whatever mistake you might have made tonight, don't dwell on it. Don't harp on it. In, in, in six more days, you'll have another chance to, to make good on it. And, and, and it is, because I, I don't want them, because it's something that we kind of did. And, and, and look, and there's, there's a, I'm, I'm, I've been doing this long enough, and, and I am very reflective, probably too reflective, and they probably wish I wasn't, because it often turns into a bit of a lecture. But I, I just, I'm so, I take this so serious. And, and there are so many young, young, you know, impressionable minds here I, I want and this business is tough in the first place I want to make this this whole thing and this process as easy on them as I can all the mental stuff will happen without me trying to help it along you know what right. I mean um, so I want to do my best to use whatever experiences I had to alleviate whatever anxiety or pressures they might be going through I feel like the sort of Mr. Wrestlemania moniker kind of started with what for me I feel like there's two quintessential Wrestlemania runs for you and and both the 90s and the 2000s version of you had one but you know you've always had great Wrestlemania matches but there's just something so special when you look at it chronologically to go to 10 11 and 12 it's just this like amazing trifecta where it's almost like at 10 you were given something, right? You're not, this isn't the main event yet, but you're going to mm-hmm. be given something and you took every possible thing you could and stole the show and then you get to 11. And it's like, well, you'll get the title match, you'll get the main event, you get to work with Diesel, but it's not the last match on the show. Right. And then you get to 12 and it's like this huge sort of culmination. Like, okay, you'll get the main event and you'll get an hour at a time when really in WWE, there wasn't, I remember as a child, I remember watching WrestleMania 12 and Roddy Piper getting in the ring and explaining the Iron Man match and going, I love wrestling more than anything in the world. I can't watch a match for an hour. Yeah, right, yeah. And then getting to WrestleMania and being like, what? That was the first time I realized maybe maybe there's something to this. Maybe I can watch a match yeah. for an hour. Well, look, it was a huge undertaking for us as well. But again, that was the challenge. And again, as I've mentioned many times, Oh, my goodness, not a better guy to be out there with than Brett, honestly. And I know everybody always dwells on our, you know, on our rivalry and our differences, but I think we both would agree. Like, if we were going to be out there with somebody, we'd we'd want to be out there with each other, for sure, going through that. Um, And it was, it was, it was, so I think to answer your question, for me anyway, it was certainly a building uh, and a confidence builder for me to go from 10 to 11 to 12 it's sort of that, that, again, that coming of age, that's why we did the boyhood dream, because it was very real in that respect. Um, it was certainly, at 10 was me proving, I think, maybe, I don't, I can't really say from a fan standpoint, but certainly from a company standpoint, that I'm a guy you can go with. I'm a guy you can lean on, if, you know what I mean, if you'll give me a shot. Um, and then 11 was, okay, we'll, We'll put you in there, but as you say, but but with our, you know, with our with our guy, you know, and then the next one, and now it's that's a big, you know, now they're now it's two guys that are sort of, you know what I mean? We're 
you're moving away from the traditional main guy of WWE's past. And that was, so that even at 12, it was a big moment for both Brett and I. Yeah. And I'm sure it was, you know, for him just, you know, winning the championship. It was that was a it was a very monumental time, you know, I think in in wrestling and even, you know, from a company standpoint was he and I doing our best to show you that you could you didn't have to be one dimensional with who you know held that championship title. We could, you know, the, again, the the audience was becoming so much more sophisticated and so much more appreciative of of of, you know, of really sound wrestling and good stories and good matches. Again, that we could at least we at least uh, deserved a seat at the table, if nothing else, or some consideration. Like I said, so I think it's 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 special in that respect is sort of the ground that was broken. Yeah, I I, I would agree. What did it look like from the top of that stadium? That entrance for twelve is yeah. it, like insane. And when you look back on it, you're like the spectacle of it. The fact that this is a human being on a zip line going through that whole stadium is still like mind blowing, especially considering. In your head, you're like, okay, I got to get this entrance done. Then I got to get this 60 minutes. Yeah, you get an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. What, well, what's going on here? Like, like, well, so, but it's, it's nerves. And it's again, just, I know if everybody's heard the story, I think, because I mean, you know, because again, I, I'm, I, I've, and I've, I had to do it, you know, every, before every match, you know yeah. what I mean? I have a last minute, you know, bathroom break that I have to take, you know what I mean? And there's times it's been relatively close to the gorilla position <laughs> and, you know, and, you know. Finding a trash can somewhere <laughs> like, very, very close by. Well, up there, there's no there's right. no trash can. You right. Know I mean, but there is. Bring uh, a bag. Well, no, but there's you know what the, the uh, whatever the stuff that insulates. There's insulation. Right. That absorbs. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, I was able to take care of that aspect of it, and then you get hooked up, and and then and it is you just I don't know you, you you look down on it, and it's it really is. It's just it's at that time it's really hard to take in and you've got so much going on here and it is and it's the match honestly the focus is don't look like you're zeroing in on the match try to enjoy this ride try to again it's your entrance it's the you know what i mean you got to look free and easy um but you know again i you know you know what i mean it's just you're on this i did it one time before you know I mean? we did it one time earlier that day um but you don't, you know, you're just, you're just worried about getting down there. You're not worried about having to, you know what I mean, show excitement and be the heartbreak kid in, in all of that, you know. So you're not, you know, you're not having a, a lot of bouncing on the wire and stuff like that. And, <laughs> right. You <know>? So, <laughs> it, it, you know, it is. It's just there's a multitude of things going through your mind. Um, but the one thing that keeps you grounded, again, is, is you know, once you get down there, you know, he's got his time to come to the ring and then we got an hour. So we're going to have time to settle in one way or another. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, and then you come back in 2002, which is like, to me, the, it's, it's, I would say it's like the Godfather two of wrestling in the sense that people are like Godfather's greatest movie of all time. First Shawn Michaels run. People are already saying best of all time. Right. And then you come back and it's like, is that second run even better than the first run? I think it might've. And then you look at what you did. I mean, specifically at WrestleManias, right. And I mean, the great WrestleMania matches you had anyway, whether it was with, with Jericho or with uh, uh, Kurt Angle. But, like, again, that chronological order, 23, 24, 25, 26. For me, the Cena match, the Flair match, and then the two Undertaker matches are just like, I feel like that's almost one arc in and of itself. Like, there's a story that's told 
from the Cena match all the way until your retirement. Yeah. Well, so I mean, certainly not from a, I mean, not from a television standpoint, from but from a personal standpoint. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, well, again, I mean, it's so much of that is I got look at the guys I was in there with. You know what I mean? I mean, just really special individuals. And, and again, and before that, you know, Kurt. Yeah, you know, I mean, absolutely. he's a machine for heaven's sakes, and even Vince, you know, what I mean, yes, I mean, I mean that, you know, he, look, he will give you his all, you know what I mean, and so it really was. I mean, I, I was, and it was, it was a second chance, and they're almost at that point now. You're getting to almost cherry pick, you know. Again, it becomes a, a situation of you know, Sean, like again, like in October, somebody's asking me, what, you know, who, who you looking at? What do you think about WrestleMania? And, you know, and again, and, and they have their suggestions. And, uh, you know, and again, and you hear, what do you think about an angle? Like, oh, yes, yes. That's because that's one I know people want to see. I know that's that's one of the ones where, when you're out, you hear people talk about that they would have, oh, it's too, you know, it's too bad Sean's not here, you know. Yep. And, um, and then when John comes in and you watch his rise, you know, and, and, and just, and John just, what a, I don't know, the hardest work you're ever going to, find you know and, and and i don't know and a generally good dude i guess and then I, those are the kind of guys you love being out there with and then you know obviously nature is the guy that you know and again for the just the story yes in that match and the situation and again i would i was i was i was fortunate to get put in so many situations that were real for me mm-hmm. i didn't have to worry about I didn't have to become anybody i didn't have to play any role um it was me being me. It really was. It was a dude getting a second chance, and now things are on top of that second chance. Now he's getting a chance to go back and, I don't know, create wonderful art with people he never thought he'd get the opportunity to do it with. And then, it, and then again, it sort of rounds out at the end with, again, sort of like, you know, it's like an unspoken, an unconscious, but by now everybody knows the behind the scenes, and it's almost two old gold, you know, two old gunslingers on separate sides of the locker room who lived life differently from one another. You know what I mean? Both rebellious in their own way, but didn't see eye to eye. But at the same time, you know, every time that you know what I mean, every time they, they they came out, you know, you know, you know, out in the front lines of the city, everybody scattered like, oh God, what's going to happen? You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. And it gives, and and and, you, and we're both in a different place. So it is. It's the kind of stuff that movies are made out of, and we were able to stumble upon that. And that's like I said, that's why it's hard for me not to be reflective because again, I get I. I and as everybody knows, like, I feel like all those things are, you know, in my life, whatever they're God placed. It's like, you know, I, and that's why I get emotional about it. And I'm, I am that I'm, that I don't even this run here at NXT, I don't take it for granted because I, you know, I do, I, you know, I, I, in my life, it's, you know, I will redeem you young man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I know what you did. You screwed it up and yada, yada, yada. But you've shown me you'll, I don't know, if I give you a second chance, you will make the most of it. You'll honor it. And so, yeah. anyway. <laughs> no, it's so, very so, real. So it, like, yeah. yeah so it, it is. So I, I did. I made sure I didn't, I didn't want to screw it up. You know yeah. what I mean? It was important to me. So, uh, you so, know. So and, and it, was that the, you know. was that the pressure that was the, the kind of, there had to be a pressure building towards the end of your career, just in terms of the level of output. Right. Yeah. And, and the expectations that we're building. But I guess also there's this other level of pressure that would come with the that 
redemption in a very real way yeah. where it's like you well, it you got a second chance do not blow it yeah right exactly and trying to balance the you know your body and your age and what is the one what you know what i i i did i i sort of you know it was a an anxiety slash fear of you know again it was show me when to go i don't want to i don't want to do one more if I'm going to, you know what I mean? Uh, if, it, if it's not your, you know, if it isn't your will, I don't want to, you know, because it's going so well. Again, I don't want to take advantage of it. And uh, so it was, it, to me, it was the biggest fear for me was always going out there and missing, you know, that window, hearing it wrong, perhaps, and, 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 and feeling like, you know, I go out there, I show that it's no longer there, and you go, mm. you know what I mean? And and that is that's why again that's I would, you know, my family will tell you at about you know early third or early Friday, late yeah, maybe late Thursday night, but early into Friday, I go into a whole, you know, what I mean, I go into a whole other place, and you know they don't see me again until you know sort of they see me visually, but I'm not there um, until Sunday when it's done. And and I and when I came back, I would I would come back and the the emotion and the anxiety of going out there and having it because i knew every time like oh my goodness you know you know whatever me and jericho you know me and john me and rick we did it again you know what i mean and i and it would just all come out and i get i would i would literally you know clearly literally weep there because it was just it finally all got to get out, and then it was, you know, and then I could go back to being dad and honey and everything else. But it, because I did, I wondered that was that was the pressure that was the wondering if, you know, if it was going to be there again. You know what I mean? And 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 you don't know, you, you know. Yeah. You, you do, and I did. You know, I you know check all my boxes. I prepare as best I can. I do everything I think I'm told. But, you know, you're still never sure until it's over. Right. And one day it's gone. And. Yeah. It's gone. That's, right. like, that's it. You don't and have that's any. That's the thing on ours. Sometimes it's going right out there on live TV. And it's like, oh, son of a biscuit. I wish I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wish you'd told me. I was also going to ask that, though. It's, it, that's a really interesting observation about your family that, like, uh, if it's an if it's a switch for you. Like, it doesn't. It seems like working at such a high level, at such a high intensity, like, there's no dimmer. There's no duck in, duck out. It's like, that's where your brain is when you're doing it. And then your brain's not there at all when you're not doing it. Yes. Is that is that it, kind of it, how you it, operate? Certainly it was. And at that time. Or I how you were operating. I was. Yeah. I was on the second run. I was. And that's what made it so joyous is that yeah. I, could go, I could go to work, boom, turn it on, focus on that, and then come home and turn it off. Um, and, and the only time, and it was never, never a problem. It was just one of those things, again, that the wife goes like, you know, she was like, are you sure you want us to go out there? you know, go to WrestleMania again because, you know, you really, like, come Friday, you don't, you know, you're there, but you don't really talk to us. We, don't, we just feel like we might be in the way. And it's like, no, I, it's it's a weird thing. I said, but I love having you there, your presence. I know your presence is there, and it makes me feel better. It comforts me while I'm going through it. And yeah. she's like, okay, you know, she just we just don't want to. That's how you know you, you know, found a good wife when, yeah. when she's like, <laughs> yeah, I can accept that. I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of what you need out of a partner, right? Yeah. 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 But, yeah. you know, but again, like I said, but, Look, it helped her. It it helped her understand me. You know what I mean? It, it did. And, and like I said, and even like I said, doing this now, because now, because like from her standpoint, she's like, you know, like, dude, you don't need to. I mean, we're 
You know, yeah, I mean, like, we're cool, man. We, you can sit here and lay around and watch football or whatever. <laughs> um, but she knows that this this job, I have, I have two things in my life. It's them and this. Yeah. I don't do anything else. <laughs> but nor do I, I, I don't, but I don't have a desire to either. I mean, those are the two things that bring me the, the most joy in my life. And from her standpoint, it's it's like, you know, I, I, you know, I'm married to a man that feels like he has a gift and a purpose in his life that can't be that bad and, and you know and we're a huge part of that you yeah know, and, 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 and i mean him along in it you know when you find something that brings you that kind of joy but you can also excel in and also push that outwards where the things that you're doing are bringing a lot of other people that same level of of joy it's like yeah. you can't ignore that well no and, and again i mean i always because i know it's it's a job and it's a business and, and i do it I, and I, I i don't know i don't ever like to you know, like throw my belief system on on people but yeah i mean i look i i i i think about uh you know again what you know, that well, i'm dead one day and you know you know are my you know are my, what I leave my children, I don't mean physically, but in here and in here, what I leave them with is something that, the, you know, again, that they'll go, yeah, yeah, dad was, you know, good dude. You yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and, uh, and again, do people here, you know what I mean? That, that again, that, you know, he did right by us. You know what I mean? I, I just want their experience to be something positive. I'd like to, I don't know, I was given a second chance. I feel like it's my place to do what I can to give back from my, you know, I'm, I'm here to, serve yeah you know what i mean in, in in a sense and that's what i try to tell everybody i granted there are times it's you know i'm the biggest jerk in the room because you know oh, my push or you're beating me or my place and, and again and i understand all that because it all went through my head i and i and i accept it and i you know i don't know but at the same time for me those are i don't know those are things that come with it but you know i i'm believing that they'll be 40 and 50 one day and look back on it and hopefully understand it. Have you had moments now that you're the boss where you go all the way back and go, oh, oh, that person wasn't trying to hold me down. Oh, that person wasn't mad at me. Oh, that per oh, now I get, that's well, just part of running a business. That's part yeah, of running the I show. Mean, well, so look, I'll say this. What I do well is I see them going through or starting to go down some of the same roads and try to, you know, tell them like, hey, I've been there. You know, that's not... That's not the way to handle it. I did that, and the thing is, that's that's not what, you know. But So I guess I think to answer your point, I think somewhat, I mean, I can go like, okay, what you're saying, you think you're just giving a little bit of a tit for tat, but I can see where this can steamroll into something bigger, and we don't need that. It yeah. can be problematic. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and <laughs> Again, trust me. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and so I try to at least do that. Um, but I also, again, at the same time, I want to give them the grace and the mercy that I was given, which is, again, you're not, you know, I don't know, you're not do something and you're, you know, I don't know, you're gone or, or, or whatever. You know, you don't want to be ruling with an iron fist. Yeah. Um, because, because we do have young people here, you know what I mean? And they're going to, you know, they're going to make mistakes. And, and they look, they're also going to think they do know better. And, um, and I'm also open to learning and, and I don't know that I necessarily have to be right every time by any stretch. I'm fine with not being right. Um, and if they can teach me something new, I'm down for that. So I think they all know that. And I feel like they, I feel like that's what makes it a good working environment here with all of us, that it's, it's pretty collaborative. Yes. They understand where the final word is, but, uh, everybody here gets a, you know, uh, an opportunity to, to share, you know, their thoughts on a particular subject. 
when you're looking uh, at WrestleMania 24, at Ric Flair, and you're uttering those those famous words that the, I mean, and the fact this is the machine that WWE is. The fact that they so perfectly framed your face and told that story, and everybody's riding with you, and you say, "I'm sorry, I love you," and that last super kick comes in. I'm sorry, I love you. Was that in the moment? Was that something you thought about? earlier on that you were like, ooh, that could be a moment that I could create. Well, so, I, as I, I've mentioned it before, it was, that particular match was something that came to me in the middle of the night. I woke up out of a sleep, I think at like at 2 o'clock in the morning, got up out of bed, and then just, you know, went to the table and started writing. And then I'm coming down to the end of it, and, uh, you know, that's what's, those are the thoughts that are in my head. And of course, like a little, you know, to get it like a movie, a little, a little, you know, teardrop. And I'm like, and I was looking, I was like, oh my goodness. I mean, is this, is this too like, oh my goodness, namby pamby? I mean, a, you know, wrestling audience can be, they can be tough. Sure. You know, they can be, and I just thought, ooh, I don't know. But I was so, again, because it was so emotional for me, again, because I'm, you know, I, I knew where Rick was at at that time and and I knew how important it was to him and it was genuinely important to me because it was important to him I wanted this to be really I don't know unbelievably special for him I wanted I, you know I wanted this is my chance for him to I don't know say like you know of all the great matches he's had my best one was with Shawn Michaels you know um at at whatever age he was at that time 56 or something and and uh so there were a number of reasons I wanted it to go well but then you're looking at this ending and it's like Sounds like a, you know, like a, I don't know, like a love story that may not really roll, go over well in that, you know, with a tough crowd. Sure. So, but I kept it, you know. Um, and look, I presented that to, to Michael Hayes and Rick, you know, when, when we got there uh, to WrestleMania. And Rick just, you know, you know, patted me on the leg and he goes, thank you. And, um, oh. Yeah, and I and I and I was, you know, still wait like does that thank you like it's good or is that thank you and I asked Michael and Michael's like, Oh and he's the one that helps. Now he starts to again think about framing it and that and, and again and making it what it turned out to be. Um but it's still a bit worrisome. Again, I'll say this. I don't know because I was you know, I was talking about it earlier. Had social media and everything been out there the way that it is now? And, you know, you see all of those things. I'm not sure I'd have had the guts wow. to do that finish with Rick for fear that they would, you know, kick it back at us. Um, so I think some of my, I don't know, I, 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 and I don't mean to ever imply that, you know, and our, our, our fans are mean. I just don't, I just, I, I, I would have been worried about, because every now and then, like on social media, they probably won't show you the 15-year-old wrestling fan in them. You know what I mean? They're they're a bit guarded. Sure. But when you're there in the moment and you're there at WrestleMania and we and we're you know you allow us to take you there, they were fine. I mean, grown men are fine. You know, whimpering and you know, and like, oh my goodness, I'm beautiful man. And uh, but I just don't know that I'd have had the guts to do it had I. You know what I mean? Yeah. Had absolutely. I seen maybe what possibly could have been. Yeah, uh, the other side of it, but that was my concern. I mean, I know I'm getting very long-winded on all these, but no, I love way it. too much goes on in here that it probably should. I think so. people are that's 
I think that's the part of Sean that people want to know. I mean, that's that's is Sean class still a thing at all? I mean, that was there was there was there's lore yeah. right about about Sean class. And you sometimes hear, you know, some of the top tier yeah. NXT black and gold superstars. They'd say, well, yeah, there's Sean class. But what happens? It's in top secret. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what happens in Sean class stays yeah, in yeah. Sean class. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, there, there isn't because, again, there's just the, the role has obviously gotten uh, much bigger. Um, but again, it's it's something that we all, uh, you know, again, Ciampa will come by and Johnny will come by and we, you know, we sort of talk about again. It it's it's what because it is those boys, um, you know, from you know, I don't know from Revival to Roddy to, you know, uh, again Johnny and, and Tommaso and so many others. Um, you know, they were the ones that I don't know when I stepped in here. I just fell in love with and and their desire and their hunger. Um, I don't know. Again. That they, I don't know. They they dug this stuff as much as I did, and I think that they enjoyed that. I still enjoyed it as much, and that I was so passionate about it. Um, and so, like I said, that's what made me fall in love with this place and and know that I was going to make NXT, you know, my home. You you talked about you know a year and change ago when kind of 2.0 was first starting to launch, and you were really you took the reins, you know, while while Triple H was recovering and and getting his health on track that that you had those big shoes to fill and you talked about those big shoes and I I couldn't help but think I wonder if especially now Triple H has some sense of satisfaction because of the fact that he had to take over DX after you now you have to take over for my shoes uh, no, well, I don't, you know, I, I, I guess those are things we don't ever, I don't know, we don't ever think about I don't, I don't think so um, I don't know, I'll say this because, and I, he'd be probably not, you know, uh, happy I would tell people this, but he's, you know, even if he's finally softened up a little bit, you know, I mean, he's, no, he's not as, as emotional and as soft as I, I am. But I think, you know, having, uh, you know, come back and, and stepping into the role that he's in now, um, he's, he's very appreciative and thankful. Um, and, and, and now we, look, we are just, I, I don't know, there's, it's not really any, one upmanship it's, it's like again but we were yeah we're back together again and having the opportunity to i don't know to give back to this business that you know has given us so much and invest in the future and 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 obviously him you know continue to build and make the wwe even bigger bigger and better uh than it than it is and what it's become um so that's i don't know that's kind of the exciting part you know um honestly um, because everything else now is, it really is, it's more about um, a friendship, again, that has lasted so long and been through a lot, just knowing that, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, hell or high water, we have each other's back in any situation. Whatever he needs, I drop everything and do it, uh, and I know he'd do the same. So, I think you know, again, um, it's it may not be as, you know, as, as <laughs> yeah, fun and as, and as, you know, amusing <laughs> as it once was. Look, he could, he'll still rip me from one side to the other, uh, you know, be to, to, you know, because I am, you know, the softer of the two of us. But, uh, you know, but he's he's uh, he's gotten a little bit more reflective as well. Um, he just wouldn't show it in front of anybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, the relationship that you guys have is, is incredible. And it's, I mean, it's even mi- more mind blowing to me to think that like how close that you guys got as early as you did, you know, when you, when you talk about some of the stories that you've talked about backstage and, and 
you know, the, the meetings, the very sort of what sound like very closed door meetings that you would have with, with, with Vince trying to figure out like, where are we going with this? Where are we going with that? And inevitably Triple H is in those stories and Triple H is by your side. And it's like, for a guy that came into the WWE in 1995 to find himself by 1997 to be in this position where you guys kind of value each other so much that he's even there by your side in those moments that early is pretty remarkable, no? It is, no, and, and that's something, and I understand that people probably don't, they, they, it's hard for them to see it now because he's you know the head guy and he's, and he's had such a position of influence over you know, you know, the last decade. Um, but it was, yeah, it was really tough on him early on. It's, and, yeah. And, 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 and again, it was, you know, I, you know, again, at least arguably at that time, like, I was the man. And, and he was the one, like, again, sort of, like, hoping to be in there. But then things could get and would get very serious. And I'm sure there were a lot of times that, that he would just, like, I wish I wasn't in here for this particular <laughs> you know, moment and what I'm, what I'm seeing here. Yeah. Um, but but he stuck by me and i think he also i don't know i think it helped him you can have an opinion you know what i mean um and granted i will you know i i probably didn't share it uh correctly when i was younger but you know you're allowed to have an opinion again we can respectfully disagree and i and and as the boss you can tell me what to do and i will absolutely do it um but when you've opened the door to me to allow me to share my opinion, uh, you know, I'm going to give it. Yeah. And, and, and I'm going to do it without remorse. Um, so, again, I, but I, I guess I always think that there are a lot of times I think I, or he was in there in a tough spot. You know what sure. I mean? You yeah. Know, you know? Yeah. Um, and even if he didn't know what to do, he stood there, boom, you know, you know steadfast by my side. <laughs> um, and look, I wouldn't blame him if, if after I left, you looked at Vince and went like, "I don't care what he said. I'm, <laughs> I'm down for whatever you need." But, <laughs> but that guy's crazy. So, <laughs> but um, uh, honestly, it, it, again, and, and that's the thing. I mean, that's why, again, he needs something. I, I, I would. I drop everything and I'd be there. Um, simply because, again, he, he didn't have to say anything. Just his presence showed that he was because he was in a lot of tough situations. Um, just by virtue of, of the fact that he was standing next to me. Before I let you get back to your your very, very, very busy life now, I want to ask you two things about the future. The first is about Logan Paul. You had to know, okay, this guy's got it. You know, when he went, I think that a lot of fans were like, oh, yeah, I wasn't sure about him. I don't know about I, wrestling fans are, you know, we're, we're not always ready for outsiders to come mm -hmm. in and do, and then they come in, and if they're great, then it's like, oh, please, come on in. Um but the match with Roman was, like, remarkable. You did a lot of training with him. What is it about him that allows him to be that guy? Well, his drive. Yeah. He And he really does. And, and look, again, uh, guy, uh, that day, because everybody knows, you know, my age, I'm not, I'm not getting in there and rolling around with him. You know, Drew Gulak and, and you know, Grayson Waller are in there uh, helping us out. And, of course, um, you know, Shane Helms. But – He's just got such, uh, again, a real drive. He understands. Um, he's a bright kid. He understands, again, what you were saying. I'm an outsider. They're going to take me this way. I've got no problem earning my stripes. And the best way I can do that is to be good at this. 
I will give it the time and the effort. Again, even in the midst of a, an extremely, you know, uh, busy schedule, he's, you know, he's, I don't know, he's got a lot going on in his life. He's another person, again, I guess you could arguably say he doesn't need to be choosing to do this. Um, but he is, he, and he has a great deal of respect for it. I think that's what really helps as well. Um, it's funny because he can sit there and, you know, do a cool flip off the top and then, you know, talk about taking that flat back and he's walking around like, uh, you know, <laughs> pumping himself up. Uh, and again, he's a kid that's taken, you know, a right hook to the jaw. Um, but he thinks about, you know, taking a few of those bumps and he understands that this stuff is not easy. He has a great deal of respect for it, enough respect to work his tail off uh, to be good at it. Um, and, and again, to not take it lightly. And I think, again, as uh, even uh, our fans, again, and they are, they can be tough. But I, I will say, again, because I, I can be tough on it, but I will say in their defense, because over a lot of years with people like that, they didn't have the respect that, you know what I mean? And I think they, you know, our fans held them accountable. And, and you can't just step off the street and come in here and, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and I appreciate that. Um, and it is, and I think that makes you know every everybody that comes from the outside, so to speak, step up their game. And he's a guy that's set a bar now that uh, it's going to be a lot, lot lot tough to just step off the streets and you know what I mean. I Absolutely, think, I think you're going to come in, you know, to our house and impress our people. He's raising expectations like a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, deadline is this weekend. Uh, obviously, I can't wait for it. Uh, I also can't wait for the fact that there's it was just announced today as we're sitting down talking uh another premium live event coming up in february the fourth vengeance day and it's a big deal big deal for everybody at nxt big deal for me big deal for fans because uh back on the road huh yeah, yeah. vengeance day is is gonna be from charlotte north carolina yep that's a real that's a that's a really big deal it is and and, and I, it's i don't know for it's it's kind of uh I don't know. It's kind of funny, right? We're talking about you know, going on the road. You, know, yeah. you almost want to go like, but my language, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, know, you know what I mean? But but you know, but for us, it really is. Again, can't stress it enough. Stand and deliver. Last year, first time these talents have been out of you know the state of Florida and out of this building. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? And in front of a, a crowd, and again, a, a, a crowd that's from around the world, a WrestleMania crowd, um, which, again, as I think we all will agree, is even different. You know what I mean? Very different. Absolutely. Now they're going to go to, again, Charlotte, North Carolina, with a history, a rich history, uh, you know, of wrestling. Um, and again, for us, it is a huge deal. All of us, you know, traveling together, a big event. They understand how large it is. Um, and getting back out of the road. And look, for us, NXT, we were talking about it earlier. We want it to go well. It's, again, it's, it's you know, everything now. Again, this is, for me, these are my WrestleMania moments. Again, Hunter and his NXT have set a standard, right? Again, and I, I am, uh, you know, I certainly, excuse me, oh, excuse me have been doing this long enough that you don't ever try to copy anyone else. But, you you know, again, I want ours to be good or equally as good or or good in a different way. We want it to be successful. Um, we want the WWE to be proud of NXT. So this is a you know, huge deal for us. Um, it's, it's, you know, you only get 
one chance really to make a first impression. And I know Art, somebody could argue that the standard deliver last year was that. Um, but again, we're talking about on our own, standalone, Saturday night. Again, not the big hype of WrestleMania and everything around it. Um, NXT going on the road for a premium live event. It's a big deal to us. Um, look, we can, you know, obviously we would, you know, want everybody to come out and support us, but it is. It's a huge deal. We're all incredibly excited. We're all incredibly nervous at the same time. Um, but, you know, we're going to get this crazy NXT crew hopped up, ready to go, and, you know, um, see if we can create some history in a town that's got a lot of history already built in it, but we'd like to etch one out in stone for uh, NXT. We'll be a part of history. Everybody that's in the Charlotte area, come out February 4th, Vengeance Day. See the show live and in person. Uh, of course, deadlines Saturday on Peacock uh, and WWE Network around the world. And, I mean, Sean, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you making the time and sitting down. I could I could talk about wrestling with you <laughs> for the next seven weeks and, and, and just keep going and going so i really appreciate you making yeah no thank you and dude you're always so supportive of us that's why we have you here all the time and again we, we appreciate you and your support of course thank you man you got it